0: hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the d1 t in five for monday january 23rd let's jump into the top stories from over the weekend it doesn't look like there will be a full ad search at east tennessee state as interim boss richard sander will get elevated to the role on a permanent basis per the johnson city press timeline for an announcement is quote sometime soon it'll be sanders second stint as etsu's ad the first stretching from 2013 to 2017 NCAA Chief Medical Officer Brian Heinlein joins D1 Ticker and connects Brian Fisher from the NCAA Convention, and the two discuss the latest from the CARE Consortium, the recent Cannabis Summit, the changing conversation around mental health, troubles finding athletic trainers and more. In discussing the scary situation that occurred with Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin, Heinlein notes that, up to four to eight athletes die a year from cardiac arrest, and it's not because a sport is contact or collision, It really has to do with other issues that are often within the individual's heart itself. It may be enlarged or it may be prone to an irregular heartbeat. Hainline also notes the Hamlin situation demonstrates the importance of on-field management. We know with sudden cardiac arrest, if you do everything properly, especially within the first three minutes, and you can restore a heart rhythm, the likelihood that you're going to have a good recovery is very high. I think what was demonstrated on the field during the NFL game is that the emergency management response was absolutely spectacular. Lots more in the full Q&A, now on Connect. Northern Illinois A.D. Sean Frazier joins Athletic Director U.S. Steph garcia Sykos from the NCAA Convention to discuss the state of the industry in light of a new NCAA president coming in, the recent recommendations from the Transformation Committee regarding the student-athlete experience, the sustainability of the funding model for college athletics and the future of Olympic sports. Frasier also talks about the competing priorities on the desk of any D1AD and explains the daily maintenance protocol his department takes regarding diversity, equity, inclusion and belonging. Frasier explains the next step for the industry in terms of DIB is to operationalize it where it can be seamless. What we're doing is it's in the fabric because of the fact that we live it, we breathe it, we hire it, we do all the things, quite frankly, that keeps us competitive. And once we get out of the framework that this is an add-on or I must do it this way, that's when we achieve greatness. That's when we create the shared agenda. And I think a lot of institutions are in different levels of that continuum. The latest from JohnCanzano.com's namesake on the PAC-12's media rights negotiations and potential expansion. All sources tell me that the conference won't move to expand until after the media rights deal is done. Industry insiders I trust expect the PAC-12 to consider staying at 10 teams or adding two. There's also the potential that it becomes the Pac-11, adding only San Diego State. For the first time in six years Missouri reported a budget surplus in fiscal year 22. The Tigers notched records in revenue, $141 million, and expenses, $125 million. The financial report shows an $11 million increase in revenue from direct institutional support, an $8 million SEC bowl revenue distribution which nearly doubled the previous year's mark, and a $7 million increase in royalties, licensing, advertisements and sponsorships. The biggest cost increases came in personnel categories, with coaches accounting for over $22 million and support staff for nearly $24 million. Oklahoma State's FY24 budget is slated to top $100 million for the first time in department history. The current cycle shows a $99.6 million budget for the Pokes, including revenue in the form of $41 million in Big 12 distribution, $32.8 million in donor contributions and $2.5 million in ticket sales. OSUAD Chad Weiberg stating, We are one of, I think, the few athletic departments that are fully funded on our own we don't want to be a burden on the institution. If we're operating over here on our own resources, then we don't have to look to them for help. On the expenditure side, sports operating accounts for 44.8% of all costs, while scholarships and facilities, maintenance, utilities take 10.3% and 10.2% of the overall pot, respectively. Bethune-Cookman will look for a new head football coach as the school and recently tapped head coach Ed Reed could not come to terms on a contract. Reed's statement reads after weeks of negotiations i've been informed that the university won't be ratifying my contract and won't make good on the agreement we had in principle which had provisions and resources best needed to support the student athletes i was committed to coaching and cultivating a relationship with the university players community and the fans it's extremely disappointing this won't be happening The school's statement, in part, after undergoing a detailed assessment and review of the state of our football program, we have determined that it is in the best interest of our university, athletics program, and football student-athletes to reopen the search and identify the next leader of Bethune-Cookman Wildcats football. While we appreciate the initial interest in our football program displayed by Mr. Reed during the course of recent weeks, we are also mindful of the qualities and attributes that must be exhibited by our institutional personnel. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T and 5 for Monday, January 23rd. We'll see you back here this afternoon.